0: everybody, welcome to Smashing Game Time, we are two brothers, that's right, just two brothers this week, going through gaming's back catalog of yesteryear, I'm your host Nick, and it is a wonderful, beautiful February day today, and I'm joined by, um, he's, not, he's not a Capricorn, he's not a Taurus, I think he's a Sagittarius, it's Josh. I,
1: I have no idea, I don't believe in witchcraft.
0: See, you know what? This is because you guys used to complain about the caddy corner, kitty corner stuff. Now I'm just gonna start getting all in- inventive when I'm doing the intros.
1: But we don't have a caddy corner anymore. It's to the right or to the left.
0: Well, you know, when we do have guests, which we will have some guests coming up, but we thought this week would be a nice, just a nice tune up between you and me, getting back into sync. We are back from a week break. Uh, it wasn't much of a break. We all just kind of played video games and hung out. Uh, we had a birthday for one of my kiddos here. And everyone was merry, and it was one of, last week was one of those weeks where Wednesday we were like, oh, we can't record, and then Thursday, oh, you know what, let's move, let's let's do it on Sunday, let's do it on Sunday, and then Sunday came around, and then it was one it of those, happened. oh, you know, you know what, you know what, I don't think it's happening this week, so it was one of those breaks, but not a break, because we had all intent intentions of recording, but it's whatever, right?
1: Fine. It was busy. It was a busy weekend.
0: It gave Josh plenty of time to work on his journals for the website. He got them all. Day. I
1: got. I did not do anything. Uh, uh, I was too busy playing Skull and Bones. Uh, uh. <laughs> oh,
0: Sorry. Josh, that cough. I don't think you. Ha- I don't think you could podcast with that cough.
1: No, uh, I think we we'll have to call quits. <laughs>
0: so this week we've got a lot of catching up to do. So we're going to talk games. We're going to talk news. We're going to do a meme, and then we're going to close shop for the week because that's what we're going to do uh just a lot's gone on in the last two weeks between game announcements and things going on um as always you can get smashing game time anywhere you get your podcasts find us on apple spotify youtube podcasts and youtube proper where you can see our wonderful beautiful faces every monday morning except for this past monday oh well uh josh i'm i'm gonna cut it over to you first what have you been playing oh
1: let's get this out of the way because it's been a while since we talked about it Transistor I beat it you finally beat Transistor hey I finally beat Transistor our book club game that we said we were going to
0: start this year we did it we both beat the game Josh
1: yeah it wasn't just me beating the game this time we actually had both of us beat it
0: that's right What what are your final thoughts and they don't have to be final we could always come back to them later but what are your thoughts on
1: Transistor I still think Bastion was better Personally, I I think it just overall, in general, was just a better product. Not saying that Transistor is terrible. I enjoyed like the the Plan Zero, the turn based aspect of it. I did enjoy that. I enjoyed the being able to mix all your abilities and then you know give them different perks based on the other uh, functions you find. Mm -hmm. Um, At first, the story was very interesting. I think it was like, oh okay, what's going on? Like I was just very curious about what was going on. I feel like at the end, though, I still didn't understand what was happening.
0: So, and you know what? I think it's one of those things where they bury a lot of the story in the, the lore readings for each character, which you unlock a little piece of lore every time you attach, Like, so if you use it as an active ability, a passive ability, or as an upgrade, it unlocks like one part of that character's lore. I do, I do think the game does a disservice by burying a lot of its story in that, whereas... Whereas, uh, Bastion, a lot of the story is coming from the narrator directly.
1: Right. Um, but it, it, it definitely was like, uh, now that I finished it, and I know I can play, you know, new game plus And it's basically, even the enemies kick off right where it left off, where I'm already fighting enemies that I fought at the end of the game, right at the very beginning. And I was like, okay, now I have to play it to see if there's anything else that happens.
0: I forget what they're called. The guys that do the cameras and then they're, I think they're called the snapshots. And then when you go to battle them in turn base, when you move, like it covers your screen. So you can't see where, what you're moving towards. Yep. Least favorite them and the dogs that like disappear and you can't attack while they're disappeared.
1: So those didn't bother me too bad. I would say the, yeah, I would say the man was probably a little more frustrating in the, in the sense of, uh, you always had to pause time and do a plan. Hit and you can only you're lucky maybe to hit them once before With, they disappeared.
0: I forget the name of the ability, but like I feel like to fight the man, which is it's a very it's it's ironically named. It's a humanoid like android looking guy. Like you had to have the dash ability because he would oh, he would pop up. Basically, he would tr- he'd go invisible, try to pop up behind you. Attack and then go back invisible, so you had to, yeah you had to time your stop. that was like the one enemy where you had to had to had to freeze the game,
1: yeah, well, and even then I felt like most of the game once you got to like the two point of each enemy, you basically were forced to use it because you know whatever they had that upgraded that made them a little more impossible to fight,
0: mm-hmm, and I think. I, I think I agree. I think I do like Bastion better. I think, and I don't remember what I said about Transistor the last time we played. I think I was being coy about it because you hadn't finished it yet. But I think there's this beauty, not so much as beauty, but Red. So, spoiler warning and also uh, content warning um, Red takes her own life using the Transistor at the end. And I think it's because she realizes the world's coming to an end. The world has been dist- like. There's nobody left. Everyone that's left is a function or an ability that she uses. and So you, you defeat the final boss. Which, by the way, final boss, pain in the ass.
1: Very much pain in the ass.
0: And it's funny because he's a final boss that basically follows all the same rules that you do. You have to defeat him four times. Every time you defeat him, he loses an ability. Though I feel like he didn't really lose any abilities. No.
1: I feel like he had harder.
0: Right. And so he follows the same rules. You beat him. Uh, and the this, uh, Bastion, your mysterious boyfriend, sword guy, is like, we can finally rebuild the world. But the issue is, it's just red. There's no one to rebuild the world with. So while she has all of this, uh, and I kind of went, I kind of went into this in my journal, but I'll get, I'll go into it here. Uh, she has all the functions. She has all the art created by the people previously alive. And there's no one to share it with. She can she can iterate on it all she wants. She can create her own art from all that stuff. But when there's no one to share it with, what's the fucking point? And that's when she turns the sword on herself.
1: Which is even more depressing because she left him by himself.
0: Right, I, and I, I'm a few weeks removed. Did she do it right where he did? Like where he yep, was? there She with literally it? sits,
1: literally sits right next to uh, what would be left of his body and just stabs herself. And he's like, "Wait, don't do it, Red." Why don't do it? And then he just questions her. Like after she does it, it's like I think it's kind of depressing. He, she just left him there,
0: and it's a, it's a slow process, right? Because she's like turning it, and it was was the, yeah. I'm trying to remember if the r- controller was vibrating. I I don't remember fully, but I I, it was, I think it was a good ending. I liked its ending better than Bastion. I think Bastion <laughs> was left more open ended.
1: Where, yeah but i think because the way it was explained it was better where this i felt like it was just kind of like like you said you had to bring it was a destiny you had to have the app you had to read the lore you
0: had to read the lore well and bastion had the multiple endings and i don't remember i don't remember if they were both hopeful but i remember one of them no. being pretty
1: one was uh, well one resets everything because he's like you can go back in time to prevent it from happening
0: doesn't that end up being the bad ending though?
1: Yeah, that's the bad ending because that's what makes you play the game again. Because you never meet the
0: good ending. You never meet your like. You never meet the woman that you save. You never meet the guy who like, they they cause a ceasefire because you carried him. Uh, yeah. And it just, it, you know what?
1: Mm, mm, I
0: yeah, might be talking yeah. myself into replaying Bastion now. The kid, the kid, the kid, the kid shows strength when no one else did. Oh my God. Such a good, it, it's,
1: just, it's not to say transistor is bad. It's just, I felt like I had more questions at the end of it. And I need, probably need to just like go into someone's, um, uh, essay, college essay about it, talking about it. So I can just get a better understanding. Cause yeah, I could go, go read all the lore, but I'm being super lazy and I'd rather just have someone explain it to me. When just, I'm five. Just wait until I write my essay. Uh, last time I read anything of yours, I was just openly disgusted with the world.
0: Oh, because it was a hard drive article, probably. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Speaking of S games, uh, I could write an essay on, and probably plan and, and plan on doing soon. Here, Nuclear Blaze, you finished. Uh, you fit, you one hundred percented the game. You sick uh, fuck.
1: Not not only did I beat both modes at, in time, I also one hundred percented the Steam achievements. Yes, it was honestly, it was a really fun game. mm Hmm. I enjoyed every moment of it, and I don't know why we don't have more games like that. Some might call me a tastemaker. You, every once in a while, you you bring up something that is fantastic. But uh, I digress on that because I definitely uh, run it into the group that yeah we should totally play some Helldivers Divers too
0: before before we go on to Helldivers yes, 2 I think Nuclear Blaze I, and again I haven't beaten new game plus you have I think the new it's one of the first new game pluses I've played where the new game plus actually feels like a different game yes as opposed to oh you're more powerful here are all these leveled up enemies go at no, it chief
1: literally literally new areas you never explored before and then even then when you get into the areas that you did explore there are certain things that are different for example there's one room where you had to go and uh grab these keys to be able to turn on the uh sprinklers uh in the normal mode but in new game plus those keys don't exist so not only are you putting out the fire but you're uh, out th- uh, two or three sprinklers systems
0: mm-hmm.
1: so now you have to be a little more strategic about it or in some spots they have the little uh cooling tower where you shoot it and it's supposed to shoot out water uh all around it stop the spreading but it only works one time
0: I hate that thing. I hate it so much because the first time, the first area you run into it, like it's the it's this big room that was already hard in the original, like in the original mode, and now fires come back a lot faster. It's
1: and spread a lot faster.
0: And spread a lot faster. It's it's why I stopped because I got really stuck and I was like, I'm just gonna come back and do all this later.
1: That's not even the hardest part. Have you run into a turret yet? No, not yet. Uh, those are pain in the ass. <laughs>
0: I'll have to take your word for it for now. I do I do plan on going back and beating that new game plus. I just think the little bit that I did play of it, I was like, oh, this feels like an actual brand new game.
1: Oh, it was fantastic. Like, I I want more games like that. Literally the best $10 I've ever spent in my life.
0: Shut up. There's some good-ass Taco Bell you had for $10 one day. Don't lie.
1: Maybe if I was high.
0: Maybe. Uh, let's come back to the Helldivers, Josh. Let's... Let's finish yeah, up the rest of this list of yours here.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll just go through the rest of the, the one good, other two very questionable games. Uh, Final Fantasy VII remake. I'm running through it again, just getting prepared for uh, rebirth here in the next week.
0: How uh, how is seven? Because at this point, seven is four years old.
1: The remake. Yes.
0: Jeez, Louise. Oh wow.
1: Yep. I, I and I even even pre ordered. The uh, Deluxe Edition.
0: Oh, gosh. So, Uh, did the the Deluxe Edition give you access to Rebirth already?
1: No. Uh, It gave me... I got the OST. I got a nice little uh, booklet, which I put somewhere over here. I don't know where it's at. I have it over here. I'll find it eventually. In this clutter of working. Uh, But then it also came with a cool little steel case and a couple of uh, summons for in-game.
0: Wait, the the in-game summons are like
1: in-game summons, yeah.
0: Oh god! And you had to pay for
1: them. It just came with the Doc's edition, and then this cool steel case.
0: That is pretty sexy. I do love a good steel case. I'm I'm a sucker for them.
1: Oh, I am too. And then of course the inside is Cloud looking up at uh, Shinra headquarters. It's
0: cla- it's a classic image. It's gonna it's right up there yeah. at the Mona Lisa.
1: Well, I mean, damn! Yeah. an a, example.
0: I was seeing double there for a minute.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, I I did it because I was like, at the time, I was like, oh, this is definitely gonna be like the fucking coolest thing ever, and it was. And I still think, honestly, for a remake, Squared did a fantastic job. People do not give them enough credit for what Seven is—the remake.
0: I think it's all the I think it's all the Kingdom Hearts esque stuff that they're doing that I'm like,
1: uh. Eh. Can you could you clarify on the esque portion of that?
0: Where they're playing with like meta narrative.
1: See, but that's what I enjoy because you know, in a traditional remake, you're getting the same story, just uh, you know, you're polishing it, making the, it look nicer.
0: The naming conventions also kind of following the the uh, Kingdom Hearts of it. You got remake. What was the one with? What was the uh, short game with Yuffie?
1: Oh, Intergrade?
0: integrate you've got rebirth coming out where was there another one did they just redo crisis core
1: they did we did crisis core but they called that one uh, reunion it's it's
0: you know just you know you don't have to do all this square i know this is your one thing right now besides 14 nick,
1: but nick do you know the story though what's going on in Oh, it's so convoluted. Did you see? that Is that convoluted? New,
0: did you see that the New York Times spoiled? Like, people got mad that the New York Times spoiled Final Fantasy VII, a, like a thirty-year-old game at this point.
1: No, I didn't know that. <laughs> they,
0: they, were, they. Someone did a write-up on Rebirth, and I, so through work, I have I have like a subscription, so I get little pings when like the news story pops up, and I guess the app was like, "Oh, he's a gamer," and it pops up, and it's like Rebirth. And it talks about Aerith dying in the original, <laughs> and, and in, people were upset in the, in the headline. And people on the internet, so not real people, were very upset about the spoilers.
1: That, that like there's okay. When it comes to Final Fantasy VII, there are three things everybody knows about that. This image, Sephiroth, and Aerith dying to Sephiroth. Like everybody knows that it is like the the holy the holy triad of.
0: I was too busy being obsessed with Tifa to notice I mean, Aerith dying. I'm sorry.
1: I was too, I'm too obsessed right now with Tifa and Jesse.
0: Oh fuck. I forgot. Jesse's alive. You know what? You know what I think's going to happen. You want to know what I think's going to happen. You want to know what I think is going to happen. Someone who hasn't played all of remake. I own it. Haven't played it. Might hook up the old PS4 over here to the video capture card. Don't hold me to it. Um, No, and I think it's going to happen. I think they're obviously going to, because the meta story is there are these little ghosts that go around that don't want anything to change. And like people are kind of like have this vibe of, man, deja vu, this has happened before. Uh, I think what's going to happen is where Aerith is supposed to die. And I know I've seen theories that like people are saying it's going to give you a choice and it will probably be Aerith or Cloud. I think it'll be Tifa or Jessie. I think Tifa or Jesse will die in that moment. And I think they're going to... I think they're really going to... Because is Jesse in your party by the end of the remake?
1: So it's been a hot man since I played it. They still. It's still kind of thrown out there that Jesse and uh, Biggs die in Sector 7. Wedge is technically the only one who actually is like at the end of the story is alive. Okay. Which you know in the original they all died at the tower.
0: Right. They or all at, die. You know, the... and Barrett's like sh- Barrett is like clamoring at the wall, like, no, no, no. And then he shoots the wall say, well, yes. if they're in there, they're dead now after you shot them. <laughs>
1: uh, well, what's also fantastic about this is it's not closed off. You can't go back to it. You actually do go back into sector seven and into the ruins of it. And you're helping people evacuate. But then you also find a secret Shinra laboratory that was built underneath sector seven.
0: And it's all fucked which is, up. It's all which fucked is where you up, find right? wedge.
1: Well, all the all these uh, Shinra experiments escape, and you're exploring it, and you end up finding wedge down there.
0: Is he a bad guy at that point, or is he still?
1: No, he's like unconscious. And, you're, and it basically, it's like, will he or will he not make it? Where well, like said at that point, Jesse and Biggs are kind of like ambiguously dead. Like it's not actually like thrown out there that they are, but it's like, eh. But then, based on the trailer after Rebirth, it looks like Jesse is alive and is dancing at the Golden Saucer.
0: I think, I, I do think that they're going to play around with the Aerith thing, the death. I'm sorry, we're going to get yelled at for spoiling it. I know, 30-year-old game, I'm so sorry. I think they're going to change it, and I think they're going to kill. They're either, either going to make you really, really, really like Jesse, and then kill her, which I think they did a really good job of building her up in Remake, if I'm remembering oh, correctly. I'm,
1: like I said, I'm not going to lie, I... I... I know it's a game. I know it's a not a real person.
0: <laughs> Sick like, fuck.
1: I, I had waifu feelings for her.
0: <laughs> He's got the pillow. So that, or they're going to kill Tifa. Cause Tifa's always been like that rock, that girl next door type energy for cloud. And I think that'd be a big hit for Barrett too.
1: Not yeah. only that, but I feel like if they went that route, technically they can go into Advent Children and redo that. And that, with that twist
0: remind me what is tifa like a big part of Avent children
1: yeah so it's it's like two years after the uh incident mm-hmm. or after the new york being called and all that and uh basically sephiroth's uh i would say basically it's his clones is more like his shadows uh are trying to find Genova. so uh yeah Genova cells and it's cloud basically trying to Find out what's going on because everybody in Midgar is becoming uh, infected with stigma, which is like a curse or like a disease from Sethroth. Basically,
0: do you say they all got ligma? <laughs>
1: stigma. <laughs> yeah, I got ligma.
0: I couldn't help uh, myself. I'm sorry.
1: But in that, at one point, she ends up fighting one of the shadows and then ends up being rescued by Cloud. Yeah, whatever. Anyway, besides the point. I don't think that's going to happen. I think I know exactly what, how they're going to set this up. All right, let's hear so, it. So obviously, at the rate we're going, they're going to end it with um, Cloud giving Sephiroth the Black Materia when he's in the uh, his stasis where he's in the North Crater. Mm-hmm. So I think that's where it's going to end. But I think it's going to end with Cloud joining Sephiroth. I like it. I only say that because all of a sudden, for some odd reason, so yeah, Cloud is getting like, hey, I'm getting deja vu, what's going on here? He's like the only one who's actually truly experiencing it going like, I I think I've seen this before, I don't know. But also, you know, Seth Roth is as well, because originally, Seth Roth wasn't introduced as a character until Cloud tells the story. Like, we see the long sword in, or we see his sword in the back of the President of Shinra. Mm Mm-hmm. But then before that, we had never seen. Him. We've only heard his name. But the fact that within the first hour of playing the game, so right after you escape the reactor and, and trying to get back to Sector Seven, you run into a hallucination of him. Blew. I mean, it blew my mind. I wasn't ready for
0: it. I think I, I remember that part. It threw me off too. I was like, "Oh, I didn't. Re, I don't remember him being in the game this early."
1: And in fact, the fact that you even fight him in that weird uh, dimension outside of uh, time. Where he's like, you know, decide, do you want to stay with fate or do you want to fight? And you end up going in and fighting him.
0: It it makes me think they're setting up a different big bad because anything looking back at every Final Fantasy that I've ever played, what they've been really good at is like you start the game thinking you know who the Big Bad is. And then about halfway through you get a you
1: get a plot twist. It's like, oh, mm-hmm. you thought Gobez was the bad guy? Actually. <laughs> it's this one. Uh, Moonian M- 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 up there in that other moon that is actually your moon. This is a uh, our home planet. This is a fake. Dad comment. was born here. And that and Goldbez is your brother, by the way.
0: By the way, that by guy the way. that you were out to kill, your fucking brother, man.
1: What? What? But yeah, I. That's. I mean, they're definitely setting up for something different. But that's why I think something is going to change. Where we know Cloud isn't. Well, and we also gotta figure out what the heck's going on with the whole Zack incident. That whole scenario of him dying outside uh Midgar and uh telling Cloud, you know, basically telling Cloud like, you know, buddy, sorry, we won't be able to go in together, and him dying in his arms. That didn't happen. We watch uh Zach carry Cloud into Midgar. So Zach is probably even still alive at this point. We just don't know what the hell's going on. Well... Which then begs the question Was Cloud technically, was he actually a a first class soldier or what happened?
0: Now, now the meta, now, now I'm annoyed again. I was, (laughs) I was all in and now I'm like, I forgot about all the Zach bullshit. Uh, But, but it begs
1: the question because let's face it, uh, Cloud was comatose, which is why Zach was carrying him. He was poisoned by the uh, material or the, yeah, but he got the materia poisoning or whatever it's called. I forget the Mako. Makeup poisoning. L- Ligma. Yeah, Ligma. So, we... we And, he, and we see him walk away, so it's like, well, what happened? Because, you know, obviously, they are going to get the, told this story. We're going to see Cloud when he was not even a soldier, which I don't know if you've seen the people, like, making fun of him or his character design for back uh, when they're going through the past.
0: No, I haven't. I haven't seen the...
1: People are make, just like... He's like... Basically, they're making fun of him saying it's like, you know, that's... Uh, they show, like, a picture of, like, Cloud when he's older. It's like uh the the guy who she said you shouldn't worry about and then you typical typical okay. typical I'll have to look older funny but but there's there's so much so many more questions that I'm like okay yeah I definitely need an answer and I haven't done the Yuffie stuff the Integrate uh DLC which is another reason why I'm like okay I need to play the P- Never had the PS5 version. I went ahead and got it for ten bucks just so I could be able to go back and play it and also do the Integrate
0: you better hurry up. And these, you know what? It's, I feel like this trilogy is gonna end like Mass Effects. Just gonna be, no one's gonna like it by the end.
1: I I enjoyed part one. I'm sure I'm gonna enjoy part two because it's just gonna lead to more questions. And of course, we get to go not only to the Golden Saucer, but we've got uh, Red Thirteen's uh, place. Figure what it's called again.
0: I forget too. I just do, I don't know how they do a part three because I feel like part two. And, yeah, part two ends where he gives the uh, the materia.
1: So well the um, part three is also gonna be you have to basically find cloud, you have to stop all the ultimate weapons or all the the defensive weapons, so like Ruby weapon, emerald weapon, ultima those were, weapon,
0: those were a pain in the ass. Omega
1: weapon. And then you got you go back to Midgar to uh stop Omega weapon, but you end up fighting uh Rufus. scarlet again and, nope he's fight fights scarlet because rufus dies when omega weapon fights back after he shoots the cannon from junin at it
0: right that's right because that's where i feel like that's where the second game would end would with would be would be them firing the cannon
1: i see i figured it would be Seth Roth calling in meteor and you're seeing it come in as you see the weapons being dispersed and cloud mm. being sucked into the live stream
0: That'd be good too, and then they could open the third one with the firing of the weapon, with I think with with your characters going to try and stop Rufus from firing the weapon. It, it would it would kind of open like God of War three, where you're like ascending the tower to try and stop him.
1: Yeah, and I figure as that's going on, we're having Yuffie, who's in the who's in the live stream with Cloud going through his memories and shit. Hmm.
0: Okay, I'm kind of you've kind of bought me back in. But you've a lot you've you've used up all your allotted Final Fantasy VII remake talk. Undercover, That's what fine. the fuck is that?
1: Undercover, so uh, cool VR game that I got to uh, test out and uh, review on. Uh, essentially, it is a like a spiritual successor to um, remember those old uh, duck and cover games shooters uh, like uh, Time Kill- Crisis, Kill Switch. Oh no no
0: no! You, the arcade yeah the arcade ones
1: yeah so. the arcade ones. Essentially, it's that, but for VR. Hmm. So you have the option. You could be sitting or you could just press a button and, you know, go uh, into cover, reload, and then pop up. Or you can do it in VR where you actually have to duck and reload your gun down there and put it back up and shoot at things. It's actually a lot of fun. Does the shooting feel good? Yes. The only thing I did not like about it, my only complaint. So you know how in Time Crisis, when you're moving to a new area, it tells you, but it's usually fairly decently quick. Yeah, this like takes forever. Like you could be moving to a spot, it'll blink where you're gonna go, even though there's a line showing you what direction you're going, and then it takes like five seconds. Eh. that's not, the only complaint I had.
0: I don't think that's too. I don't think that's too bad. But then again, I'm mean, no. I'm patient, unlike you.
1: I, I mean, I just I'm thinking like Time Crisis. I want to be able to see it move all at once. I get that it's VR, so we have to be. There has to be some limitations. I get that. But it seemed like it was like it would blink, and then I'd be staring at it, going, "Can, can, can we okay. teleport? Okay, move me then. Move me. Move, move me. me. I'm ready." So and it's te- then it still so does teleport
0: in... you instead of like you like run like instead of you running through an alley, it teleports you through an alley.
1: Yeah, it okay. just teleports you there, and then and then you get the ready, start.
0: Mm, yeah, I I could see that being an issue, but also you're not you don't want to you don't want it to run you through by itself because that's when the motion sickness kicks in. I feel like.
1: I, that's I'm sitting down when I was trying out the first time and I was like, dude, I'd rather have that. Now if I was standing, I agree. Teleport me, but if I'm sitting, I'll be fine. I'm not a pansy.
0: You know, not to stick on this too long, but I feel like if someone invents a VR game where you can just lay on your couch and play it, I feel like that will be the future. Because I, the, I think the <sighs> is, I think the reason VR has not taken off is because people are tired of standing. Make a VR game, and not not like that plank one where you're like on the side of a building planking. Like, make an actual VR game where I can sit like
1: this. Oh, Nick, you just need to watch Sword Art Online, just the first season.
0: Oh, is that? Do they do
1: that? Essentially, and you'll realize why that's a terrible idea.
0: Uh, I'll I'll read a synopsis on Wikipedia. It's uh, not so
1: much VR, but it's like a neural link. But it's essentially what you're saying is like that. And it's like, yeah, that sounds like a terrible idea.
0: I just want to lay down in VR. Uh, anyway, sco- Moving on. Skull, skull and bones. And bones.
1: Oh, what can I say about skull and bones? Or then don't waste your money.
0: Is that it? That, if, if that's what
1: you want to end on. I'm totally fine. I, I, I'm, I'm being brutally honest. Like, honestly, play Black Flag. Boy better.
0: Play Sea of Thieves.
1: Play Sea of Thieves. Even by yourself, it's still better. Honestly, I I'm glad I got it for free to review because it is that awful.
0: It just I I saw the video where they they they're boarding the enemy ship and it that you don't board ship.
1: it you don't board <laughs> it. No, do, do you know what the worst part of it all was? As I was playing it, I kept thinking to myself, "Man, know what this kind of reminds me of?" Nick, what was that failed uh, Iron Man like game? I forget the name of it.
0: Dark, dark void. No, the dark one.
1: Sector. No, the one that like everybody was like, oh, you can play, you know, dress up as Iron Man, do all this stuff, and then it died almost instantly because it was just fuck. What's it called?
0: You really narrowing it down. It was point. by, uh,
1: it was supposed to be the Destiny Killer. Um, it was done not by Bungie, not by Bungie. Um...
0: I didn't know Destiny needed a killer.
1: Fuck, <laughs> ah, man. I thought
0: Destiny was a Destiny Killer.
1: What's the game called? I got him. I got him. Eat shit, Destiny what fans. Nick is gonna bother me now. We can't move on until I think of the damn name of it. Battle Core. No. It... I'm gonna. Oh. I'm. We're gonna say it. We're gonna sound fucking stupid. EA made it. Mag. Not met Nick. PS4, Xbox One. We all had it. We played it. And we said, "Oh my god, this is awful."
0: Are you talking about the 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 um the one that Bioware did? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know the fucking name, but Good Riddance.
1: <laughs> I, that's all I kept thinking was that fucking game. That's gonna bother me now. I hope you know that. We're have, I have to look it up. I say
0: Good Fucking Riddance. That game. You could float in the air for like five seconds at a time.
1: <laughs> this is gonna bother me See, i'm even, fucking losing my mind right now
0: do you not know how to google i'm trying
1: to google it i can't think of the damn name I, I don't name, think Nick. you're trying at all just type in bioware what are you doing i was on don't touch me i was on uh somewhere else
0: porno you're on pornhub
1: i was on uh triple x it was
0: anthem josh
1: thank you anthem
0: My god, we're gonna have to talk about we're gonna have to talk about your Googling skills. My god. I typed in Bioware Games that gave me a list of their (laughs) games.
1: I was on GameStop. (laughs) What is wrong with
0: you? Just Google it.
1: I don't know. I was like, oh, I remember seeing on GameStop they had on clearance for four bucks. Do you
0: have anything else to say about Skull and Bones?
1: No, move on. All
0: right, I'm I'm gonna take over for a little bit and then we'll get into Helldivers. Uh, so I've got a little list here. We talked about Transistor already. I play I'm play, uh Banisher's Ghost of New Eden. If you haven't read my review, go check that out over on Game Chronicles. I thought it was neat that we were playing Transistor, a game about your lover sword uh hanging about helping you out. And then I had Banisher's review and it was about your ghost lover hanging out helping you out. I thought that was cool. Uh Banisher's very much feels like a double A game, very much people were comparing it to God of War 2018. I haven't played it but it reminded me a lot of evil west back in 2022 which i played just has that heavy third person action uh emphasis on melee and close quarter combat some some gunplay not like the gunplay isn't like a big selling point but it is there Uh, and i really like the setting and i really like the themes uh go i like ghost stories Uh, and i like that every case felt like a uh, mystery of the Week. And I felt like I really wanted to finish each one. So that was really cool. Banishers, go check that out. Uh, I've been playing some Super Meat Boy with my son. Uh, that has been fun. I don't know if he's old enough for Super Meat Boy because it can get a little... Uh, it's a, it's a, Super Meat Boy is a pile of meat that just explodes. And yes, he's red. It might look like blood, but I don't think that's an issue. The issue is the big worm bosses that I was fighting on one of the last levels that he was giggling at every time they flew into a hacksaw. I don't know if this makes me a bad dad. He was having a good time. He's now asking. He came home from daycare today, and he said, Dad, can we play Meat Boy? And I said, oh, shit, you asked for Meat Boy. He called him Meat Guy at first. I was like, well, it's Meat Boy. I I didn't correct him. I'm not an asshole. I didn't correct him. No, that sounds about right. But So the game opens like he... The game opens with the announcer yelling "Super Meat Boy," and I think he heard that. and Now he knows. Oh, it's Meat Boy, so he's he'll come down. But Meat Boy, yeah, let's play some Meat Boy, buddy. Come on, it's so cute. I can't. I can't deny Meat Boy. I can't deny him his Meat Boy. So I'm never gonna say that sentence again. Uh, up next, <laughs> I'm working on this review. Uh, Ultros. This is a Metroidvania roguelite. Uh, roguelike, it's. I don't want to use that. It's, it's a, um, it's a loop. It's a time loop game. Uh, this is from Hadaku. Hadaku? I think it's a developer. I think this is their first game ever. At least on Steam it is. Um, very beautiful, very trippy. If you saw the art of this, you probably, you would think of Rick and Morty, or you would think of... Uh, what was the, uh, high on life or, uh, a high on knife, uh, the, the, the game where Justin Roiland was fucking his guns, whatever game that was, Justin Roiland was the gun. There we go. He, he was getting fucked. Uh, I, hmm, I'm ki- I'm, I mean, I'm still working on my review for it, but I'm just, I'm kind of lukewarm on it. Uh, it does this. So you, you're on this, I believe it's a ship. You have to go defeat these uh, There are these guys in these tanks that are just making the world a bad place, apparently. And you have to go beat them up, take the power from them, and put it into the central generator. And every time you do it, there's this other lady that comes out and is like, Hey, this is my birthright. You're taking my mission from me. And I actually, right before the show, had a scene where she chased me down, uh, and I had to run from her. The more I play it, the more I think of Hollow Knight. I don't think it's difficult. Uh, There are some sections where there'll be like some soft soil in the ground and you have to put a seed in there and uh, a a plant will grow and it'll be a little plant. And then those little tube guys, every time you beat one, you take the power back to the generator and it explodes the world and then you wake up back in that first moment of the game. So I can can put a tag for spoilers in the show, but the game is a time loop game. And every time you defeat an enemy, you go back and you have to go defeat another one. Uh, Most of the time, they're defended by a big boss. The bosses are cool. The few bosses I've fought have been pretty cool. Uh, I'm just a little confused with what's going on. It's a very, uh, very nature centric game, very, uh, you know, save the planet. But also, you're in control of like planting these seeds and taking the bad seeds out. And it's very, very pretty to look at. I'm learning. I don't like playing Metroidvanias on the steam deck. I like, I enjoy them. I enjoy them on the big screen. I can't, I don't know what it is. It's like the one genre. I cannot do it. cannot, will not, won't. Uh, I I think I've got like two, I've got like two hours left in this. I'm going to see it through, of course, for the review. And, um, yeah, I, I, it's, I'm hoping like this. These last few bosses, these last few areas, really changed my mind on it. Um, otherwise, beautiful. Hey, beautiful fucking game. A lot of sci-fi words. (laughs) Throwing these wacky words like flip flop, dibby doo, da da la da da. It's like oh, yep, I know what that is. Oh, the other thing is when you so you can you have things that you eat, and it gives you like these different bars that. And you use those bars later on to buy upgrades. And you're not, I don't think you're getting, like, you're getting some abilities from those guys, but they're for this little robot guy that you control. They're not for you. All of your character's abilities are tied to the saves and using these bars to buy them. And then there's another thing you can use to um, save it between the loop. So, like, if I put a heart on one, it's like, okay, this one's staying unlocked in the next loop. And it stays locked the rest of the game. And, I mean, it just... Flow-wise, the game feels really weird. It feels... Because, I like, I'll plant to see like, am I planting the right seed here? Like, I don't know. Now, I just did get something that lets me change seeds. But the pacing is just really weird. I'm confused, just
1: utterly confused. Uh It's a beautiful... Like, did I say it's a beautiful game? Did I say this is a beautiful game? I mean, I'm watching the trailer right now, and this is, like really trippy but also really beautiful
0: it's a very beautiful game i I think i'll know more once i've unlocked more of the story i'm just i'm like am i playing this game right i don't know did i unlock the right thing very unsure it it doesn't want to hold your hand which i'm okay with i do think there are a lot of games uh that hold way too many hands (laughs) yellow paint (laughs) uh but hey it's a beautiful game moving on uh i've got a few other games i've got up for review that i after ultros i'm like i'll jump into some inky lunati uh kingpin's another one um wool long uh, sh- uh, the dynasty game the complete edition i've got a lot on my plate uh all right but for right now fuck all that hell divers fucking spreading liberty baby oh boy i've i've been on the subreddit a little bit since i bought the game yesterday and uh, I was on there for yeah, twenty minutes. I was like, "Okay, these guys have run the joke into the
1: ground." <laughs> no, they have. I mean, democ- spring democracy is fun and all, but uh, yeah, it's honestly. I think now that we've pretty much got that out of our system, though, such a fucking fantastic game for forty bucks.
0: I re- so I got through the tr- so I've only played the training and I've played the f- one bug mission with you guys. And I, one thing that really stood out to me with, was the aiming,
1: mm-hmm.
0: where you have the one reticule is where you're actually trying to aim, and the one is like where the, your your uh, kickback is like putting it. And I really liked the like because I was I had a heavy gun that was like I think it was an LMG, and I was like trying to get them back so I could actually shoot something. <laughs>
1: And you know you can turn go into first person then from there even. I did not know that. No, Matt had to teach me. When you're aiming down your sights, you click on the mouse wheel. It'll actually go to first person. You aim down your sights.
0: Oh, that is fucking sweet. And I'm playing with mouse and keyboard. Um, ending in your stratagems, entering in your stratagems feels really good. Uh. I mean the one mission we played like I was being challenged. I wasn't like, "Oh, yep, early mission. All right, let's get this done. Let's get our let's get our XP and let's get out of here." But no, like no, it was like a it was a fight. There was a fucking oh, fight. Oh, that was,
1: and that was normal, Nick. You weren't playing hard with me, Matt and Jake. where the that fucking bugs swarmed the shit out of you. Oh, there was uh, what
0: was the bug that kept throwing up on the spewer? Yeah. Spewer, yep. Like it was like every time I saw one I was like, "Oh, we have to fucking target this guy down. This guy's fucking my god
1: oh god. he's not, and he's not even the worst bug i'm so excited to play this game yeah, well, that's what we're playing after this, and hopefully, Jig and Matter online. After this, we'll be
0: playing, and I, I'm, I'm supposed to at the show right after this. I don't. know. I might save it for the weekend. Save it
1: for the weekend, Nick. We want to kill. I'm we want to pa- spread the democracy, damn
0: it. I, I was also gonna ride the bike after the. Man.
1: Well, you can ride your bike, cause I can knock out my fucking my my dick my whatever. My, your dick. Show. What are you gonna I'm do sad. to your dick? <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna spread the love. Spread this the is, democracy, is, baby. This,
0: <laughs> this is a PG. <laughs> 13 shows. I
1: I, th- I was meant to say like, I was going to dictate my journal, but I went straight to the dick, and I'm like, no, why the fuck I say that?
0: I don't think this guy's ever going to write a journal. <laughs> I, I wrote one. He's, he's, wait, did you? Yeah. Is it on the site?
1: If I said yes, would you believe me?
0: No, I wouldn't, because I would have seen it.
1: <laughs> I have the site up it, every day. <laughs> I think it may be stuck in draft somewhere, but I did write one. This
0: motherfucker would be lying. I don't Dude, even I need, see it in the drafts. I need to get
1: a, I need Seriously, I,
0: I, I see my template that I use and I see the one that I'm currently working on.
1: I know I've done one.
0: Josh, if you sit down, if you sit down and commit to a schedule and like what I've had to do is every day I commit like 20 minutes and I'm like, OK, what do I want to write about today? Boom, done. And then you could always go back and add pictures later.
1: You're, you're asking me to spend more time on a journal than I do on my own body. It's hey, it's
0: good. It's good for you to make time for yourself.
1: That's fair. I just need to do it. I've just been super busy trying Mm. to find a new job.
0: We'll save that for post-show. We'll save that talk.
1: Anyway.
0: That's, hey, that was 40 minutes. That was 43 minutes worth of video game talk. You're not getting that anywhere else. It's not happening.
1: And half of that was Final Fantasy. So you're welcome, world. God damn it. Hey, Josh, you want to do some news? read it's time for old news well let's do some news let's let's uh let's start this out so first and foremost elden ring of course uh the shadow of the Erdtree tree dlc confirmed uh, and then we're also starting to see uh bonus content and collector's editions for us coming out so they announced that uh,
0: so this is an article. This is from Game Rant. This is from John DiCarlo. Uh, and I did see that those collector's editions you were talking about. I saw maybe it was on this page. Uh, let's see. And they No, they got a nice statue and everything with it. And I was like, oh, wow, yeah. that was really fucking nice. For, for a
1: DLC which blows my mind.
0: It's supposed to be a big DLC. I I was talking to my student worker in my office, and he was telling me how this was supposed to be two separate DLCs, and then they're finally like, eh, let's just combine them." And now it's supposed to be like a huge map, apparently.
1: Yeah, then I've I've heard some of the things like there's apparently there's like a poisonous swamp area that's new to the game. I think someone said something about like a uh, a cave. I don't know. There's there's gonna be a ton here. There's gonna be a ton to enjoy, honestly. And honestly, a poisonous swamp. A Poison really? swamp. But I've, but I've seen, seen that. that. In a I video know, game. Right? In a video no, game. Oh yeah, I know. But anyway, besides the point. Uh, for a game that's already really big, uh, and I've never beaten it. I'm almost too scared to even get into the DLC.
0: I've never played it. I've started Bloodborne. I own a copy of Bloodborne now. Uh I do want to I do eventually want to jump in. I do eventually, I know I'm saying all this and not fully committing. By the way. I forgot to say, fuck the algorithm, go home. <laughs> fuck the algorithm, go home. Wait, no. I forgot to say, fuck. You know what? I, I forgot. Or I forgot, Josh. I forgot.
1: Fuck the, f- fuck the algorithm. Tell a friend.
0: I don't remember saying it earlier.
1: You didn't say it.
0: We have to start the whole show over.
1: Uh, we're, we're, we're moving past it. You can just, you can edit that bad boy in whenever.
0: I will. I will not do that. No, I will not. I will. The machines you know,
1: got to him, folks. We're done. <laughs>
0: I, I have a nice hearty fuck the algorithm at the end of the show. Um, but yeah, it says here, uh, shadow of Erdtree tree, uh, DLC offers various pre-order options, $40 to $250. That's the collector's edition. You mentioned, uh, introduces new enemies, locations, weapons, expanding on the game, success and high quality. What a, Nothing burger of a little line right there. Players can seamlessly travel between the new land of shadow and existing world. So I don't, this is reminding me a lot of like oblivion DLC, uh, Mm -hmm. fallout three big, big DLC with a new area. I'm trying to think of any modern games that have like this big DLC that's like in a different area on a different map.
1: The closest thing they would come to it would be like an expansion for like World of Warcraft or something. But even then, like $250 I'm, collector's edition.
0: I'm struggling. I'm struggling. I'm trying to Which, think. For,
1: for those who are curious, DLC, bonus gesture, hardcover art book, digital soundtrack, and mesmere the Impaler statue.
0: Which looks amazing. Pictured
1: there. And I think it might be him, or there might be someone else, or someone's already like claiming like one of the new bosses that are one of the new characters introduced might be. Um, what was that character? Was it Molina Miriam? Mar-
0: was that the one that let me solo her? Was like yeah. famous for?
1: Yeah, uh, there is a possible 2.0 version, and that's going to be them. People are just speculating, of course, but.
0: I, I pitched a uh, I pitched a joke to Hard Drive about him today. Oh, did you let me let me solo her schedule booked through two thousand four or two thousand twenty four? <laughs> it's pretty
1: good. <laughs> God damn, that's it's
0: pretty good. good. Uh, what uh what, what you got next, Josh?
1: Uh, yeah, moving down the list. Uh, well, obviously Nintendo uh, Direct happened today. Actually, sorry, ironically,
0: the day of this recording, yes, the yes. Nintendo Direct happened. What? Is, why is this page not scrolling? What's going on here, Page? Uh. I'm going to refresh.
1: Yeah, refresh that. There we go. Okay. There we go. Uh, So, of course, in uh, Nintendo Spectacular, everybody was, you know, I wouldn't say everybody. A good chunk of the world was a little disappointed. Uh, There's nothing too spectacular here. I think...
0: I've watched a few Nintendo Directs recently, and I think this is probably... A, this, this is one of the better ones. This is So this was a partner showcase, so this, there was never going to be anything directly from Nintendo in this. Yeah. This was always going... People were like, oh, this is going to be the one where they announce all the Xbox games. They weren't far off. We got a few Xbox games. Yep. Uh, the only ones actually announced in the show were the... Uh, what was, what's the Honey, I Shrunk the Kids game? Grounded. Grounded, and then Pentiment, both great games um i think sea of thieves was later confirmed in
1: the day yeah later confirmed
0: uh not confirmed was the other game hi-fi rush which i don't think i don't think could run on a switch if it wanted to mm-hmm. uh i think that game safe i think i think hi-fi rush is a safe bet for switch 2 when it happens
1: and i feel like grounded probably isn't gonna run the best on there. there if it does i'll be impressed i
0: think survival games run just a tad it's it's it, it won't be a Mortal Kombat one situation, but yeah, it won't be as pretty.
1: Oh, I, f- I figured it'd be like a Arkham uh, Knight.
0: The one I'm wondering about is Sea of Thieves. I'm like, how is that gonna? There's a lot of yeah. water,
1: and I imagine it's probably be going to be capped at thirty frames per second. It's not going to look that pretty.
0: You can play you you can play Sea of Thieves in other places. Uh, there were, there was a bunch of anime games that I wasn't like hip on. Uh, World of Goo. Uh, got a se- gets is getting a sequel. I was not aware of. Uh, Epic Mickey is getting remade. Uh, Disney Epic Mickey rebrushed. They're gonna get that. Uh, they're gonna get that Steamboat Willie sex scene that they had to take out back in. Yeah. Because now they can. Now Nintendo can do it. And they're like, we're going to do it. <laughs> oh boy, what well, we got? Penny's Big Breakaway was that an anime ass looking game?
1: Uh, think so. Oh, well, sorta. Yeah, I guess. I can
0: kind of look. I I can kind of eyeball it and be like, "That's the anime ass looking game." <laughs>
1: oh, can, can we mention they're they're putting Kingdom Come Deliverance on the Switch? Like, that is very very odd. Get very odd. Get. I'm surprised they're not saving it for the Switch 2, To be honest, uh,
0: the other one I was surprised by was the Star Wars Battlefront Classic Collection. Those are the first two Battlefront games, not the poo poo ones, the actual ones that people clamor for those are coming uh, another crab's treasure i believe this is a souls like but you're a crab uh and That's i think right. i actually think i saw a meme from these guys you know it's the meme with like the towering guy and a little guy facing him and the little guy was like announcing your souls like day and then the big guy was like elder ring dlc being announced the same day <laughs> so they got a sense of humor about it. Good on them. Uh Contra's getting a game. Uh, the biggest, my favorite, my favorite game of the show was pepper grinder. Uh, looked a little bit like Celeste meets grapple dog. Uh, very little cute, little 2d sprite looking game. Uh, let's see, we talked about Pentiment, Suka game, multiplayer mode, expansion DLC coming to Suka game. Uh, Pfft. Tales of Kenzer Zayu. I wanna say that's another anime ass game.
1: <laughs> uh it's the like weird like Native American on like a weird futuristic land. Hmm. Remember I don't know. It was, <laughs>
0: was it wait a minute, wait a minute. This is this the it's like a Metroidvania. Yeah. I'm gonna click this because I Yeah, there it is. Okay. I I, I kind of like them digging the look of it. We're getting a lot of Metroid uh we're getting a lot of uh Metroidvanias uh early in 2024 here. Uh Ender Lily's Quietus of Qu- 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 Quatus of the Nights? Quietus? Uh, oh wait, that's the original. Ender Magnolia Bloom in the Mist. What a fucking name, man. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, which I actually keep, I keep looking at uh I've kept seeing Andrew lewis pop up for my recommended on Steam and it definitely is on my list but I, I'm like, damn, I don't want to pay $25 for I think it's a 3 or 4-year-old game. Yeah, just get it get it on sale. That's what I'm looking for. It uh, looks s- good though.
0: Super Monkey Ball Banana Rumble looked like Super Monkey Ball uh Mario Party basically. <laughs> uh yep. just a just a party game for Super Monkey Ball. If that's what you're into, that's what you're into. I'm not here to judge you. Monster Hunter Stories looked like a cute little Monster Hunter that could ru- that could really run really well. Um, on I mean, it's switch. just it's
1: just a remake of the one for the 3DS. It's all oh, it is, is it? I yeah. had no idea.
0: Oh, it's right here in front of me. I guess I could read. Uh, Pocket Card Jockey. Uh, this is another. I think this is a re-release. This is, it's got the cute little horses, but you're playing cards. Uh, people seem to like it. I say do it, uh, Shin Megami Tensei V Vengeance. I had to name I haven't heard in a hot minute. <laughs>
1: well, it's because you haven't heard it since they really uh, remat or uh, remastered. Yeah, remastered the Shin Megami Tensei V. What was it? Three or four years ago.
0: That's it's crazy.
1: And the fact that we're getting another one, but this time we get extra storyline.
0: Yeah. Like, we'll uh, a, see. A Ranger was a cute little game. It's the, um, it's got the little, you know, like those puzzles where you have to move. You have like, let's say you have six blocks or nine blocks, and one of them's blank, and you have to move to like make the thing. That's what the movement is. It was kind of giving me, um, cadence of Hyrule and uh, those the cadence game where movement is based around that, and it affects the world. Thought that looked pretty cool. Uh, Unicorn Overlord, another JRPG. Uh yeah. If I'm remembering correctly, yeah. Oh yeah. It's, oh yeah. yeah. There's like
1: uh, fire emblem.
0: Oh hey, that's a cool. Uh, I I like that fucking logo. That's a cool it is fucking a cool. logo.
1: It's a cool looking logo.
0: That's a, go over on YouTube. Check that out. Or if you're hey, if you're driving, if you're driving your car right now, pull up Google. No, don't do that. That is fucking. Yes, do it in your vehicle. Do no, it right now. Really fuck. I gotta show you something after this, by the way. But oh, no, it's really fucking dumb. Really fucking dumb. Uh, Gundam Breaker Four sounds right up Josh's alley. Fantasy Life, the yep. girl who steals time. Uh, more, some more sword art. On, speaking of sword art online. <laughs>
1: <laughs> damn it. God damn it. We can never get away from it. Uh
0: you mentioned Kingdom Come Deliverance. Uh Snufkin melody Yeah. Snufkin Melody of Moomin moom in a moom in the Valley? Moom in the Valley? Moom in Valley. What a weird name.
1: Jesus, yeah.
0: This rich the story rich musical adventure that captures the essence of the Moomin stories. I was not aware of any of these. Uh Demon Slayer Kiyamatsu no Yabe uh, Sweep the Board. The World of Demons... Uh, da, 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 oh, oh, it's a board game. Uh, that was the Direct. I thought it was an okay Direct.
1: It was definitely... It was fine. But, of course, you know, people always clamor saying, oh, this is going to be the best Nintendo Direct ever, and then they get disappointed because even though we, everybody knew it was the partners, they're like, oh, I want... Uh, I want my Metroid. I want my, my F-Zero. Like, guys, we all know that wasn't coming this time around.
0: I'm, um, you know, no, no Silk Song, no Metroid Prime Four, and no, the world moved on. No Mario, no Mario Galaxy Two re-release. Um, no Mario, no, just, just n- nothing. Nintendo, Nintendo's you are losing the console wars. No. Nintendo.
1: No, stop.
0: You're losing it, Josh. What we got next?
1: Uh, moving on. Uh, you got your Xbox on my PlayStation. That's right, <laughs> everybody. Uh, so of course we talked about it with Nintendo Direct. With Xbox moving some of its
0: big games, ah, oh, these are these are big <laughs> big er games. This is a article from Alex Stedman over at IGN. Uh, great write up, Alex. Thank you. Uh, I I I think Sea of Thieves is pretty big for them, considering that when Sea of Thieves came out, how much of a mess it was. I think Grounded. The fact that the fact that Obsidian did Grounded and Pentiment and I think within a year of each other or in the same yeah. year. Uh, I, I think, mean, Obs- I think Obsidian, I've, I think Obsidian's one of the better developers under Microsoft right now.
1: Uh, I still think out of everything we have here, Hi-Fi Rush is like the the highlight.
0: Hi-Fi Rush really good. That's out of works uh, Tango Gameworks. Uh, those same folks who did, uh, what was that Tokyo Ghostwire?
1: Yep. Tokyo Ghoul.
0: They also did the uh, da, 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 the uh, evil evil within and evil within too, mm-hmm. so hey they uh, yeah they went off the beaten path. Uh, so let's see here. It was as revealed during Nintendo Direct earlier today. Pentiment will be on. Uh, coming to PlayStation Four, Five, and Nintendo Switch on the twenty second of February. Hi-Fi Rush will arrive on PlayStation Five on March nineteenth. While Grounded will come to PS Four, PS Five, and Nintendo Switch on April sixteenth. Sea of Thieves team also released a video in tandem. Uh, just tell me, just tell me when. I guess Sea of Thieves doesn't have a date or is confirmed for Switch. I thought it was. Uh, I have a lot of reporting around here. It's all messy. Um, don't trust anybody. Us
1: either. Not even us.
0: Not even us uh yeah yeah. hey hey nintendo or uh, speaking of that i mean we we didn't record last week so we missed that big xbox podcast uh that was a that was a big nothing also (laughs) that was them coming out and being like hey uh we got these games coming out on other consoles we can't announce them because our partners are, are going to announce them because we agree that's that's what we've got so hey Go download Diablo 4 on Game Pass. That's ba- that's seriously what happened. <laughs> that's, I li- I
1: mean, that's, that's pretty much spot on.
0: I listened to the whole thing and I was like, "Ow, oh, this could have yeah. been an email.
1: <laughs> it could have just been a newsletter.
0: The fact that, uh, I, but you know what? They had to do it because the internet was being the internet. The internet was being the not real place that it is and people were overreacting. Uh, hey, more people get to play all those awesome games. So I think it's a win-win for everybody. What's next, Josh?
1: Uh, moving on, uh, the twenty seventh Dice Awards happened.
0: Yeah, so I didn't get to watch it. I only was only aware of a few things. I saw that the Lyrian team got to get on stage and be like, "Hey, we don't have shareholders. Shit's fucked up right now." And I was like, "Yeah." yeah. I was like, "Hell that, yeah!" That
1: was a that was a call out. It was like, "God damn it, they're good." <laughs> Hell
0: yeah! Uh, but as, far as,
1: go. as far as as far as awards go, I mean, honestly. I was surprised how undiverse it was. Like it seems like a majority of them went to like three or four games.
0: Let's uh, let's go through some of these. So, Game of the Year: Baldur's Gate Three, uh, outstanding achievement in game design. Baldur's Gate Three, outstanding achievement in game direction. Baldur's Gate Three, uh, achievement in animation goes to Spider-Man Two, outstanding achievement in art direction. Alan Wake Two, uh, achievement in character goes to Miles, Mor- Miles Morales in Spider-Man Two. Outstanding achievement in original music composition, Spider-Man 2. I'm going to stop saying the outstanding achievement part. Uh, Audio design, Spider-Man 2. Uh, Story, Baldur's Gate 3, which is crazy because it can be different for everybody. Yeah. (laughs) The way you get there. Uh, But hey, do you. Outstanding technical achievement, which I'm not sure how that differs. Maybe they're like, all right, let's split the code. Uh, Spider-Man, action game of the year, Spider-Man 2, adventure game tears of the kingdom uh family game of the year mario brothers wonder fighting game street fighter six racing fours of motorsport role-playing game of the year is baldur's gate three sports game of the year is mlb the show 23 i think that's well deserved strategy simulation game of the year is dune spice wars online game of the year diablo 4 Immersive Reality Technical Achievement goes to Horizon called the Mountain. Immersive Reality Game of the Year goes to Asgard's Wrath 2. Again, outstanding. Outstanding Achievement for an independent game, Cocoon, and then Mobile Game of the Year, What the Car? Yeah, uh, very... I mean, I'd be interested to see... Does GDC do awards? I don't remember if they do awards between all the presentations, but...
1: Uh, I'm looking I at this and so. saying
0: this doesn't really surprise me what does, what does Tickle Me Pink not Tickle Me Pink but like I think it's funny that like how big a moment Tears of the Kingdom was having when it came out and
1: it just kind of fizzled well compared to Breath of the Wild I agree I felt like we like with Breath of the Wild it seemed like anywhere you went even for like the, after like a year of it being out you couldn't escape it it was everywhere It's where I Tears of the Kingdom. It just came and went.
0: I I think it's Breath of the Wild had really good strong of mouth, and it was people sharing stories about what happened and how they experienced it. And it was the game like letting you do your own thing. And yes, Tears of the Kingdom is an extension of that. But where I'm sorry, uh, yeah, Tears of the Kingdom was an extension of Breath of the Wild in that aspect. But whereas whereas Breath of the Wild had strong word of mouth tears of the kingdom was more of people just sharing clips mm-hmm. and being like, look what I have did. Look what I have built.
1: It started up a whole new uh, subreddit. Hyrule engineers. And uh, not, not even from the subreddit side of it. Cause I remember like, well, breath... I joke and say that, but I'm saying like, it created its own subreddit because of how many people, how much people were sharing the clips of what they were doing, what they were building. And like breath of the wild
0: would, would have like a clip go viral every once in a while. But Tears of the Kingdom just felt like they were like, oh, Tears of the Kingdom felt like Nintendo saw like the few times like Breath of the Wild went viral and they're like, what if we captured that? What if we captured people uh, sharing these things online and we got our word of mouth that way? And that just feels like a less genuine, like less, I don't know. Like, I feel like once you've seen one person build a burning man with a penis, you've seen every person build a burning man with a penis. You just, you're like, oh, what'd they build? Oh, cool. All right, I'm going to go play Dave the Diver, or I'm going to go play Baldur's Gate 3, which I mean, if you, I think Baldur's Gate 3 has had the same trajectory as uh, Breath of the Wild. I'm not saying, I'm not saying it's like as nearly as popular, but Baldur's Gate 3 is a CRPG that is now on PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series. Think about that. <laughs> like, it was so popular on PC that everyone was like, fuck, I want, I want to play this on my on my box.
1: Right. I, I feel like, and even then looking back at it, what did Breath of the Wild have uh, to, contender-wise, to fight against? Like, I, th- I can't think of anything at the time that was like, oh, Breath of the Wild versus this for Game of the Year. I think
0: twenty seventeen was twenty seventeen also. That was PUBG year, if I remember correctly.
1: That sounds about right.
0: PUBG, uh, Mario Odyssey. Those are the only ones that like really like pop. Maybe like one of the new Hitman games, Hitman or Hitman Two.
1: So really, Not it the... didn't have much. It didn't have much competition. I mean, PUBG was a huge phenomenon, but it was no way it was going to win game of the year.
0: Yeah. I mean, you had Xbox one and PS four kind of like in their elder years. Uh, so yeah, I think, yeah, you're right. You're right. But yeah, tears. of The kingdom comes out and it's got all this stuff around it. And I think Baldur's gate and everything else that came out last year, just like everything was so niched down that I don't think tears. of The kingdom was going to have as big a moment. Uh, what else you got for us, Josh?
1: Uh, yeah, let's see. Uh, we're just going to mention it. We're not going to pull it up, but the Borderlands trailer.
0: Now I watched this and I've seen, we're coming, we're coming hot off of um, people being mad about uh, true detective night country, which I I think both sides are being ridiculous. I think, Hey guys, it's a TV show. Let's calm down. We can, we can love something. We can criticize something. Everybody just shut the fuck up. But, with that being over, I'm like, oh, this is going to be the next thing people get pissed about. Yeah. <laughs> this thing right here. Uh, it's, I've, so we both watched the trailer. I think it's going for a Guardians of the Galaxy vibe.
1: But I think they're going to epically fail at it.
0: it th- I, again, I don't want to pass judgment before it comes out. I thought it was an enjoyable trailer. I thought it was crazy that Kevin Hart wasn't really yell like any movie with Kevin Hart. He's like yelling yelling. at people, but like, this was a very stern Kevin Hart, a very like, I don't know. I was getting Jumanji Kevin Hart from this and I was like, you know what? And then I remembered Kevin Hart and Jack Black were in that together. And I was like, I I was like, these guys have worked
1: together before
0: there's going to be chemistry I'm going to keep my mind open. I'm not going to see it in theaters because I have children.
1: I can't do that. I, I, I don't know. I, I just... Hollywood and video games just don't really mix well. It's always 50-50. I, I don't know. I, I, I have to wait to see because I did the same thing with the Mario movie. I said it was going to be awful because it has Chris Pratt, and Chris Pratt is not a good voice actor. It ended up being a good movie and gave us the best best song ever of 2023.
0: Calm down on the song now. Uh yeah, I love that Jack Black is going from peaches to blowing lead out of his ass. Yes. Literally. Uh we'll see. We'll, we've got we've got nothing but time. Uh what's next, Josh?
1: Uh let's bring it back to Helldivers Divers 2. Um all the issues that are uh coming with it as well. So, uh didn't couldn't really find an article just talking about them. So I found one that basically was like, hey, this is the updates that's gonna come out. And this is what they're gonna do in the next the, the, the roadmap of fixing their issues. So for those not aware, uh day one or technically day one issues that we're gonna call it uh, was the infinite black screen, which the game would not start up on PC. Uh, it just would not get past the like intro movie um, and then there was these uh, server issues where, uh good luck getting into a game because the servers are full all the time
0: uh, and we're playing these we've played the game not i think after i think we both played it after the update but things seem fine now I, we both did have to wait but we both got into games pretty quick uh I, I the more i hear about these developers the more i like them uh the the i forget his name one of the one of the leads on the game, um, was like, "Hey, we don't want to hire too many people because we're just gonna have to turn around and fire them." And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, good for you, man. Good for you." Thought that was pretty cool. Uh, but yeah, um, just like any just like anything good in the world, gamers are there to ruin it. Uh, there are a lot of angry people in the Discord. A lot of angry people in the subreddit. Uh, yeah everyone just be patient and shut up
1: <laughs> not only that but i honestly give them mad respect for doing the one thing that most companies wouldn't do don't buy our game until we fix the server issue I, I
0: that was also we, really cool yeah
1: i i honestly made me like appreciate them more because like yeah we understand this is an issue and we're working on it as fast as we can but really the only fix is going to get more and we don't have it right now we're working on that which is understandable like you don't you don't develop a game and expect it to run success as successfully as this has. Like it's unheard of. I mean, it's not unheard of. It happens all the time, but you don't make a game going, Oh, this is going to be the game of the year starting out in February.
0: And I did see that people were complaining about uh, the game. PS5 players were like, well, if it wasn't on steam, this wouldn't happen. It's like, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up.
1: Yeah. Like guys, that's just more people you can play with. What do you, what do you care? And if you don't...
0: <laughs> Lay your arms down. The console wars. They're over.
1: Be upset all you want that Sony is making you pay to use your online service. And the rest of us are lucky enough to just own a PC that lets us play it for free. Uh,
0: One more story, Josh. Let's finish on a strong note here.
1: Oh, God. Lady Gaga is coming to Fortnite. Woo! I was born. this way. And, a, and, and just so sort of everybody know, knows I'm not I upset that Lady Gaga is the thing is it's, it's Fortnite.
0: I, I can't imagine that. Baby I was born. Okay, I'm done. Uh, I mean Nick, this
1: is like the equivalent of getting Nicki Minaj on uh, Call of Duty.
0: Yeah, it sounds like she's uh, getting a Lego skin as well, which is pretty cool. Uh, it's gonna be part of Fortnite Festival, so she's doing a concert which is awesome. Uh, Hopefully there's no Fortnite concert curse because uh, Travis Scott had that incident a few years after his. Uh, So hopefully Lady Gaga, you know, uh, takes care of her fans and doesn't let someone get trampled uh, and continue the show. Uh, But Lady Gaga announced this on Twitter in the most fascinating of ways. She tweeted back in 2019, what's Fortnite? She misspelled it. She did spelt it N I G H T. And then so she quote tweeted herself and did the asterisks and spelt Fortnite right, so that was pretty funny. Uh, deep cut, deep, deep cut. Uh, a handful of Lady Gaga songs being added into the game. Those will be 500 V bucks a piece, I believe, if they follow the same trend as other songs. I'm look the skin looks okay here. I'm in, I'm kind of interested in getting uh, the Lady Gaga skin here. I'm, I've got enough V-Bucks. Um, all right. And that's all the uh, the all the, uh, news. Josh, thank you for pulling all those stories. It was a lot, but we got through it super duper quick. Uh, Josh, you got a meme for us? Meme
1: time. I sure do.
0: All right. What we got here?
1: The Nintendo Direct Cycle. Nintendo Direct announced. Fans overhyped and expecting a new F-Zero, Star Fox, or Metroid. Uh, it obviously doesn't happen because it is an E3. Fans get upset at Nintendo for not delivering on something it never promised in the first place. And then the vicious cycle continues. Uh, which is ironic because E3 doesn't exist anymore. But I saw this and I was like, yeah, this is basically sums it up for the most part. That, I mean... What else is there to say? People get upset and it's like, you guys know they're not gonna be talking. They're not gonna talk about any of their their stuff. It literally says it in the title.
0: Well, Josh, that is a solid meme. I appreciate the work on that meme. Hey, everybody, that is the episode. That's right, we're getting out of here. Um, book club, Book club announcement. We were originally thinking, hey, we're gonna do every fallout. No, we're not fucking doing that Uh, We're only going to do one Fallout And we've decided In the world of book clubs What better than a game that never ends That right, that's right Fallout 2 No, no, not Fallout 2 We're doing Fallout 76, that's right That's right, the game where people got the shitty mesh bags That didn't match the mesh bags that were promised The game that was so broken It didn't have NPCs when it launched The game set in West Virginia uh, that's still that's still questionable West Virginia is awful uh, I do I do like the sound of that setting. We're gonna play Fallout 76 starting in March uh we do have some guests coming up in some future shows here. We'll have Seth from overthinking games uh next week so that'll be fun we'll finally we'll have finally finished the full overthinking game set we'll have collected them all uh we'll have a... Uh, we'll have a guest who is proficient in The Last of Us multiplayer. Uh, we're going to talk to him about the, 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 the that community over there, so that'll be fun. Uh, we're also going to have a few other guests throughout the month of March, so be ready for those. Um, n- hey, I'm Nick. You can find me on Twitter at ThatKaufman. You can find me on Twitch and YouTube at Nick Night. You can also find me contributing over at Game Chronicles And also over on harddrive.net, go check all those places out. I've got some articles and reviews going up every other day. So if if you go there, you're bound to, if you throw a rock, you're bound to hit something I've written on one of those sites. Uh, Josh, where can people find you?
1: Find me anywhere and everywhere. I'm Josh Singh
0: he is and he is also writing for game chronicles he's got reviews going up so go check them out do it do it now uh hey you can find us anywhere you get your podcasts we're on apple spotify youtube podcasts and youtube proper where you can see our beautiful faces uh you can also keep up with us on uh the the x or the twitter you can keep up with us on instagram we're not on tiktok as much just because eh, what, what's the point uh, we've also got a website, smashinggametime.com. We've got journal entries over there. We're going to have some write-ups going up soon. Uh, and that's also where episodes of the podcast live, so go check it out over there. Uh, also got all our interviews on up there. I, there are a few games coming out that I want to get some interviews for, so I'm gonna let's, let's keep our eyes peeled out there uh, for those interviews coming soon. Uh, yeah, hey, uh, thank you as always to Alex Marvin Clark, for our intro and outro song Hunt Him Down uh, I didn't say it at the top of the show I apologize for those Who were very disappointed Hey, fuck the algorithm, tell a friend That's right, Smashing Game Time runs off word of mouth We don't play the computer's games We play games I like that, I like that new bit Hey, we're getting the fuck out of here Hey everybody, this has been Smashing Game Time We hope you all had a smashing great time We'll see each and every one of you Next time